Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of Wonderfilled Week. I am your host, Caitlin Corey. Today's episode is going to be on the topic of making a change. Take a moment. Close your eyes. Take a brief inventory of your life, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. What area of life comes to mind when you hear the phrase, make a change? If we are really honest with ourselves, there will be something that stands out, something that you want to change or know needs to change in order for you to grow in this life. Whether you want to change your career path, live a healthier lifestyle, or distance yourself from toxic relationships, everyone has some area of life that could use a shakeup. Big or small, change can make all the difference in our lives. We've all heard the phrase, nothing changes if nothing changes, or nothing will get better unless you get better. And while these phrases are true, change can be hard. Change can be scary. A comfort zone is a very cozy place to be, but it can also be a very suffocating place to live. If we confine ourselves to our comfort zones, we are limiting our potential our human experience, and just how high we can soar to reach new heights. Maybe what we need to change is our perspective of change. Maybe instead of fearing it, we can train ourselves to welcome it, to embrace it, to love it even. They say when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So maybe we can alter the narrative on change. I used to wish and pray for certain things in my life to change, until one day it dawned on me that that isn't how it works. I took a step back and looked inward. I took note of where I was in life and where I wanted to be. I made lists and vision boards and came up with small steps to reach big goals. It finally occurred to me that it isn't about luck or chance or circumstance, but rather about mindfulness, conscious decision-making, and hard work. And things didn't change overnight. And I certainly have yet to reach the heights I have set out for, but I have made small changes to my daily life that have set me on a better course than the one I traveled for so long. I have implemented more positive daily habits like mindful meditation, reading, and exercise, something I really didn't do in a real way until I turned 30. And I eliminated, or more accurately, cut down on bad familiar habits like complaining, staying up late, and mindlessly scrolling social media. I also implemented a new aspect to my daily to-do list. Instead of the things that help me just for today, like laundry, errands, dishes, I now make sure that there is at least one thing on that daily list that helps me in a bigger sense. Whether it is intended to boost my mental health or invest in my future self, I try to do something for the lifelong Caitlin and not just today Caitlin. For example, an exercise class or getting enough sleep or checking in with people who are important to me. I think this has helped me look further down the path of life. I look at it like watering my existing plants, but also planting seeds so my future self can enjoy the flowers. So I pose the question, what do you want to change? And what lengths will you go to to make it happen? Are you willing to be honest with yourself? Are you prepared to eliminate distractions? Will you learn to silence your self-doubt and do the hard work? Are you willing to leave your comfort zone? I think you should. I know you deserve the change you so desire, so why not take the steps to live the life you want? You only get this one precious life, so why not strive to make it great? Start where you are, 
and use what you have. Even if things seem bleak right now, it doesn't mean it can't or won't get better. It is never too late to change the course you're on. Set an intention, commit to a goal, make it a point to work on yourself daily. Take baby steps and watch your life change in front of your very eyes. Change is hard, but it is worth it. It's time to move on. It's time to get going. What lies ahead, I have no way to know. But under my feet, baby, grass is growing. It's time to move on. In the vein of change, I thought it would be appropriate to invite on a friend of mine who has recently made a big change herself. Having lived in her hometown of South Boston for her entire life, surrounded by the comforts of her family, friends, and all things familiar, my guest decided to take the leap and make the move to Nashville to pursue her dream of getting a master's degree from Vanderbilt University. She has the whole package. She's got beauty and brains, endless dance moves, and can quote The Office entire episodes at a time. Please welcome my pal, Marissa Leard. <laughs> Hello. Hello, welcome. What do you think? I love it. Show me the lie. There's no lies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can quote the office, that is for sure. Um, so you are calling in from Nashville, correct? I am, yes. All right. How long have you been there? I have been there less than two weeks. Oh my gosh, so this is new. Yeah, this so, is very new. Yeah, this is very new. So the theme of today's episode is making a big change. So of course you were the first person who came to mind because yeah. this is a massive change for you. So what led you to the decision to make such a big change? So this was a decision that kind of happened, that I was made really fast. So I was applying for grad school since I graduated from undergrad in 2017. And I just, I would, I kept going to apply and I would get to the end of this process of applying to all these schools and I just wouldn't finish it because it just felt like I wasn't ready or I didn't want to make that big step that would have to be a huge change for me. I had a full-time job. I was comfortable. I liked where I worked. It just wasn't ultimately what I wanted to do for my future and I knew I had to go back to school for that. And so one of my friends who actually was moving here had recommended me looking into Vanderbilt's program, and they have an online program. So I figured, you know, I'll just look at their online program, apply, and then I'll do it from home. So I applied to the program, I got in, and when I was speaking to one of the professors on the phone, they were, he was asking me why, you know, oh, why online? Why would you not come to Nashville and just do it on campus? And he was just curious, and I think, like, in my mind, it kind of, I asked myself, I don't know, why wouldn't I? And so my friend, you know, she was like, you should really just come, like, why not? You've never lived anywhere besides South Boston, and I just kind of said, yeah, and went with it, and then, like, less than a month later, I was moving to Nashville. It was all happening. Why, why was your yeah. friend moving there? Was she going to school as well? well yes, yeah, so, so she's going to Vanderbilt for her NP. Okay. So nurse practitioner, yeah. So you wanted the degree, but you weren't really necessarily ready to make the move. For sure. And I think it was nice having someone else here, but I also kind of had to push myself, even though, you know, I knew I would have someone here and my family was very supportive of my move. But I think that it's really, it was really hard for me 
to actually end up doing it. Like the fact that I'm here is crazy to me. I know, because it's still it's still so new. So you probably still feel like it's surreal. Like you're not truly believing it. It really feels surreal. I never expected myself to do anything like this. I mean, I've literally lived in South Boston my whole life. I commuted to school for undergrad, and I've never really had this opportunity. And I'm surprised I'm here I'm proud of myself and surprised I think I feel the exact same way because I was very surprised because you know your siblings moved away to go to college and do the whole dorm thing but you've always been working and you you, you just like you said you commuted from home and I just feel like that was sort of like your comfort zone you're very close to your family you have a lot of friends you had a great job in Boston so you were doing you didn't necessarily need to make this move so I'm, yeah. I'm surprised, but yeah, exact same thing. I'm surprised and I'm proud. Because yeah, that's a you. huge step. You went from it zero is. to 60. I, it's crazy, especially when I'm not only... So, like, I had my job for two years, which I loved. But it was um, an investment management company, and I knew I wanted to work with kids. I knew I wanted to be a school counselor for underprivileged children and adolescents. But being at the company I was at and in the role I was at, I was never going to get there. So I knew I had to go back to school. So the fact that I made a change where I just left my job and then also on top of that left where I lived to go so far away, it's just, it was definitely a lot for me. Right. Do you think that, you said it happened pretty fast, like within a month it was all happening. Do you think if you had more time to think about it, do you think maybe, because we've spoken about anxiety in the past and I know that's something we share in common. Do you think that maybe your anxiety might have talked you out of it if you had too much time to think about it? Um, yeah, possibly. I think that I had been, like, considering it before. So there was, like, a month where it was, like, yes, I'm going. And then, like, a few weeks before that where I was, like, I think, maybe, I don't know. Like, I was on the cusp of what I was going to do. And then I think once decisions had to be made, like, you know, we had to get a moving company. We had to find a place. I think once all those things started happening, it felt real to me. Right. Did you ever have that moment at the last second that you were like, I'm not doing it? Cold feet? Anything like that? Oh, for sure. You did? Yeah. I, th- I think there were times, I think, so I was really stressed. So my anxiety was at an all-time high during um, this period and a little bit before it, too. I went through a couple months where it was just awful anxiety, like debilitating, like not even being, honestly, going to work was a chore, like right. was a hassle because of how bad it was. And so I think this definitely heightened it to a point that I didn't know if I could handle it. But I think I finally, you know, I'm trying to understand my anxiety better and my panic better. And I think I realized, you know, it's worse because I'm getting ready for this huge change in my life. And so there were definitely times where I thought, I can't do this. I should stay. I can't make this jump. I'm leaving my job that I love. I'm leaving my friends, my family to go somewhere I've never been, you know, I've never lived. And, and this is a lot. Right. And I, I don't know how, but I like talked myself into still going. That's amazing. I mean, that's a big step because even for any, even for people who don't suffer from anxiety, making a big change like that, leaving your job, family, friends, and home, that's, you know, that's scary for anyone, let alone someone who suffers from anxiety. What do you do to cope with your anxiety? Oh, so it's really difficult. Um, I've had anxiety since I was six. They diagnosed me, and it, it made so much sense. I used to go to doctors, and they weren't sure what was wrong because I always had headaches, and they realized I was just stressed and anxious. And so it got bad a few years ago. 
to the point where it became an actual problem in my life. And so, like, not just my routine and anxiety. And so it's been bad for the past, you know, like I said, the past few months have been even worse, and it's been really hard. So I'm, I'm actually learning how to cope with it every day. It's, it's something else that I'm learning about myself. I think the thing I've learned the, recently that I've kind of kept that I think helps me the most is realizing that I'm anxious and that it's okay. Right. Realizing that I have anxiety because most of the time, like 90% of the time, my anxiety is for no reason. I can't pinpoint a reason for why I'm feeling anxious or panicked because panic is just awful. And so I think just me being able to take a step back and realize, yes, I have anxiety or I have panic, but it's okay this isn't just a feeling like sadness or happiness or anger that just has to go through me. I just have to let it, I just have to let it ride. You just have to let it run its course. Yeah. That's a big part of it too, because when you're in the panic, I know for me, like sometimes it's really hard to self soothe and talk yourself down. And sometimes it's hard to feel like it will pass because it feels so debilitating that you think it may never leave. Yeah, it feels like it's literally do, like a doomsday feeling. Right. That it's it takes time, and I'm still learning. I'm you know I there are still days where it's just so bad that I just lay in my bed, and you know I, I don't do anything that I could do to potentially help it by maybe getting up and going for a walk, or because I just feel like it's not going to be helpful. But I'm getting there. I think every day is can be a struggle but I'm trying to work through it and figure out myself and what works best for me oh of course and sometimes getting up and going for a walk that isn't necessarily what will help you on that particular day sometimes you need those days in bed and even though I know you're you're like me I think it's like you feel maybe guilty for just laying in your bed or you feel like you're doing something wrong or you're not being productive but sometimes that's exactly what you need to do yeah for yourself that's really hard to accept because I think someone looking from the outside might not understand that if they didn't have anxiety, that that's part of the process and there's days like that and, and that is part of it. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like the people in your life are, do you talk about your anxiety with other people, your friends? Yeah, I'm, I'm really open with just anything that happens in my life and how I'm feeling and I have friends that I'm, you know, really close with so they understand my anxiety. I know some of my friends from back home were worried about me moving because they thought it would get worse and I wouldn't, you know, I only had so many people here that I knew but I also have friends that are they're just really great about it, to be honest. I, I think I have a lot of support with my friends and family when it comes to it. They understand that I have it. They understand that it can be really bad sometimes. And I feel like they're all really there for me. That's huge. That That's yeah, huge. Because sure. sometimes I know for me, anxiety can feel isolating. So to yeah. feel like you have people that you can not only talk about it with, but you feel like they're accepting you. They're not frustrated by you or or annoyed yeah. and don't understand, that's that's huge. I think community is a big part of it. And I think that's what I'm always trying to say too is we have to talk about it more because you never know yeah. who will be accepting and who could be the person who changes things for you or who well, could be a comfort. So, oh, easy. It's so easy to feel alone. So I have to remind myself that I have these friends and that they understand and that my family knows I go through this it, because in the moment you feel like no one understands, you're alone, you know, people look at you like, it's not that big of a deal, but you feel like it's the end of the world. So I, it's really hard not to feel alone. Right. So and I especially, totally yeah. And especially now being so far away, not to, you know, trigger you or to yeah. scare you, but you now kind of are physically far away from those people who support you. But I know you're there with a friend, right? In Nashville. Yeah, for sure. 
And I'm knowing your family, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of Leardashian visitors coming your way. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. They're already planning it. The good thing is, is you picked a place that's fun to visit. So I'm that's sure you'll true. never be without Every, a visitor. Everybody wants to come see me. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you wanted to see me that much. <laughs> That's great. Um, so how, okay, so it's only been a few weeks. I know that, but how have you been, you know, coping with the being away from your comfort zone? I mean, I know it probably really hasn't set in. You've probably been busy yeah. setting up your new place and getting settled in, but you're doing okay. So yes, I am. So it's weird. It still feels, it feels as though I'm on vacation. Yeah. It's still so and new. That eventually I'll come back. So I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop in a sense which can be a little daunting and I'm trying not to right yeah you can't go down that road (laughs) because I still it still hasn't hit me that even when we drove in I remember Sam and I were in the car and we were driving into the where we park outside of our apartment and we're both like it doesn't feel like we're so far away right this is weird and so I think it really hasn't hit me yet that I'm here and I'm kind of waiting for it to but I just keep reminding myself that I can change like I can go home if I need to anytime absolutely absolutely change my mind but I'm really wanting to sticking to trying this out for at least a year and be here okay because I was going to ask that is this a forever move is this just until you get your degree but you're just you're taking it a little at a time so you're you're setting a goal for a year so my takes two to two and a half years I technically can do it from anywhere I don't have to I could do it online I wouldn't have to do it at the actual school on campus but they do you know we have internships they want us to start thinking about where we want to do those internships are they going to be here is that going to be back in Boston so I do need to kind of figure out how I feel about being here and decide if I'm going to stay here throughout the entire program but again it's only been two weeks so right now I'm just trying to feel out you know, how it's going to be. Oh, exactly. You're still getting your footing, but I think kind of yeah. what's nice is you're sort of, you're doing both. Like you, you made the commitment, you're, you know, you're there, you're physically, you've moved, but you also have that sort of, I know with anxiety, I always need this. I call it my escape plan. Like, how can I get yes. out of this? How can I undo this if I need to? You may never use it. I may, I often don't use mine, but I like to say, what can I do if I, if I feel overwhelmed? How can I get out of this? You can always go Absolutely. home. This is not a permanent decision. No, I, and that's, and I think that's like the, the best thing I've heard from when my family and friends were expressing to me how they felt about me moving. My, my mom said this to me. She said, this isn't forever. This isn't a permanent move. It doesn't have to be permanent. You never know how it's going to turn out. So take a chance, go, and if you hate it, come back. Nothing is ever set in stone. So I, I love your that's mom. Nice. Oh, I love my. And mom she's too. the best safety net to have because you know uh, Marissa's sure. mom, Carrie, is a friend of mine, and she's just a beautiful soul. And she has your, you know, she has your back more than anything. So if you called Absolutely. her in the middle of the night and said, "Come get me and pack my stuff," she is there. Yeah. You know she's, this. She's great. She really is. It's. It's. I'm very lucky. I think. Out of I can. You know, everybody can name all the different things in their lives that are negative or the trauma they've had but I am very very lucky that I have my family there that's what I have is great so oh, I'm yeah. really thankful for that and your family's been through a lot and you guys just are I feel like are closer than ever I feel like yeah, you guys are I just such a strong team yeah. absolutely so that's great. But I think aside from having your escape plan, what I like too, you, you are giving yourself the chance to stay. It doesn't have to be a permanent move, but it could be. 
or you know what I mean? You're not sort of, you're not writing it off, like saying you're definitely going to go home, but you're not committing to a lifetime of being away. It's it's sort of nice. You're giving yourself the freedom to explore, to try something new and to make a change. And, you know, I know you have, I know you suffer from bad anxiety. So to do that, I really commend you. That inspires me because that's no small task to move. And to no, take on degree, yeah. that's a lot of change at once because now you're in school. Did you already start school? So I start school next week. I just started a job last week. So I have, so everything is new. Right. Oh, so you're working yeah. too. So, oh, so you're working school in yeah. the city. So I work at a school um, for children with autism. Oh, that's great. What are you doing yeah, there? So I am like a support staff with the teachers. So we're all there, you know, just helping out the teachers and being there with the kids. It's it's a really great school. It's awesome. So that's great. It's been a really, yeah, it's been a really great experience. Now that feels closer to the field you want to be in, and closer sure. to right, closer to your goals. Yeah. So it, it's everything that I want is falling into place. You know, I want to get my degree. I want to work with other children, adolescents, in schools. And, and now it's just giving me more experience by, by having this role that I have right now. So big risk, big reward. It's already really working sure. out, right? I mean, yeah, that's amazing. Good. So far, I feel like all your bravery has paid off so far. I mean, you've been there for two weeks and you have a job and you're about to start school. You already have a place yeah. to live. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. You've done a year's worth of stuff in two weeks. I know. So. I'm trying. It's tough, I will say. For people that are moving or thinking about moving, it's really tough to get yourself to get up and do it. But I just think, you know, we, we only have, like, this one life as ourselves. And I think we should all just take a chance if we can. And we have that ability to do so, to do it. Absolutely. you never know what could happen. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I was going to ask you, what advice would you what advice would you give to someone who wants to make a change, but they're feeling that overwhelming fear? I think that that overwhelming fear is it's totally valid to feel that way and to for that to kind of almost stop you from moving I totally understand that and I think that even though you feel that way if you think that this move is going to be beneficial to you in any way and or you just need a change because I think I was at this point where yeah all of it was lining up for my future I knew what I wanted to do and I knew what I had to do in order to get me there but I was just feeling stuck I felt like I was on this merry-go-round that just, like, wouldn't stop. Like, I just couldn't get off. And so, and I think a lot of people feel that way at some point, especially when you're in your 20s and, you know, you're confused, you're not sure what you want to do or where you're doing it. I just think it's really nice to have, if you have this opportunity to move somewhere, to see something else, to experience other things that you haven't experienced before, it's really scary. And it's super, it gives you so much anxiety, and I totally understand but honestly, it's, I think it's worth it always in the end. Oh, that's beautiful advice because it's, I think what you've just spoken to pretty much everyone in the world, relatability, because who hasn't felt stuck? Who hasn't felt like yeah. lost or on a, the merry-go-round? I'm sure so many people feel that way. You get stuck yeah. in a job or you get stuck in a toxic relationship or you get stuck just in the mundane and you just need a change. And I think you're living proof that if you take this big risk, you will get the big reward. It might not be in the way you expect. I mean, Ryan and I moved across the country in hopes of doing one thing. We're both doing different things, but I think it just, you know, we opened ourselves up to new experiences and you just don't really know what you'll gain from it until you get there. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I think the dreams could change in 
you know, you just don't know what you're going to experience, but why not give yourself that opportunity? Like you said, you have this one life, so why not try? Yeah, you can always go back. You can always go back. That's the beauty. I think that's great. And I'm sure you tell yourself that. I tell myself that I've lived here eight years in California, but I tell myself that all the time. I'm like, you can always go back. It's okay. Your family's still there. Your friends are still there. Yeah. But I think just having that safety net gets you through. For sure. So what are your expectations for this new chapter? I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm really, I'm happy with where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm excited for school to start as anxious as I am. I'm also excited to see what it's like. Um, I'm excited for my new role. I think, uh, you know, I've only worked there technically like three days. Right. Um, but I really like it so far. It's teaching me a lot. I feel like I'm helping people, which is exactly what I always want to be doing. Um, and so I, right now, I'm, I'm happy. You right. know, it's definitely new. It's different. I need to, like, get out and explore Nashville more. But it's just, it's cool. I'm just, it's really cool to be somewhere else besides Boston. It's exciting. I, it is. Yeah. I mean, you were in Boston for, what, 20, 25 years? You're 25? 25 years. Yeah, yep. it's time. This is your quarter life. You got to go, got to go do it now, I girl. <laughs> See what the next I quarter know. has in store for you. Exactly. And I think that's great. Yeah, it's true. And like I did ask the expectations, but I think maybe it's better to not have any. Just be open and just it's sort of really live. Is. And that's kind of the approach you're taking, which I really respect. I think that's, it's good for my sanity too, for my anxiety. Yeah, no, it's true. You can't go too, not plan too much. Exactly. If you go too far down the road, you might get lost in your thoughts. Absolutely. (laughs) I know that happens to me far too often. I'm sure you too. Okay. Well, I think, you know what we need to do? I think we need to do like a three month check-in. I'm sure people are going to want to know because it's still so new. I feel like we need like a three month check-in, six month check-in. We're going to have to, you're going to have to keep us posted. I love it. Because then you can give us your new perspective. Yeah, once you've gained some experience. And then you can give us some Nashville recommendations. Because I'm sure you're going to... (laughs) You'll be savvy in the next year. You'll figure it all out. Oh, definitely. Okay, how do you feel about a rapid fire round? I'm ready. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay, I just have six quickies and maybe a bonus one. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, The first thing I do when I wake up is... Mm, I make sure I didn't sleep through my alarm for work because I usually do that. Do you often? <laughs> I don't know why, but I set alarms and sometimes they just, either they don't go off or I sleep through them. So my first thought when I wake up is, oh my gosh, what time is it? Oh my gosh. So you're waking and, up in a panic. Yes, it's horrible. Usually it's fine and it's like two in the morning and I'm good, but that is normally the first thing I do when I oh wake up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Every day, okay. Every day I try to Okay, well, now that I'm away from my family, I try to reach out to someone back home. Okay. I'm trying to keep connections between, you know, like my friend group, my family. I don't want to lose touch with anyone. So I think that's what I focus on every day now that I'm here. But normally, every day I just try and find time to, like, relax and watch TV. I'm a, I love TV. It's that's good, like yeah. It's, like, my favorite thing. And so I try and find like even like a half hour where like I'm not you know with my friends or my roommates or anyone and I'm by myself watching TV and decompress that's good that's great okay when I'm feeling anxious the first thing I do is the first thing I do is I realize that I'm anxious and I tell myself that it's okay to feel this way I try to 
figure out why I'm anxious usually it's for no reasons that's not always the most helpful but it took it definitely took me a while to get to this place but now I'm telling myself that it's okay to feel this way and trying to let it pass through me that's great I was gonna say cry that's my first thing (laughs) my (laughs) answer came to mind so quick definitely some crying (laughs) there's definitely crying somewhere in all of that Okay, I feel happiest when? When I'm with my family and my friends. I thought for sure you were going to say watching The Office. Well, watching, well I actually, I'm gonna, I, my first thought was watching TV again, and I'm like, everyone's going to think I'm addicted to TV, which I am. No, we have a very non-judgmental listening audience. I love it. Okay, so uh, my other thing is watching TV. I'm a huge fan of The Office. I love Pretty Little Liars, which they just took off Netflix, so I'm very upset about that. Um, I'm into Big Little Lies now, so I'm, I'm a TV junkie. I love it. Okay, yeah, su- sure. success to me means... Hmm. Success to me means finding a purpose. And by that, I mean, for job-wise, it's not really about the money for me. It's honestly about if I feel like I'm making a difference and I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I feel like... I was, I'm here for a reason and that's to help people and to be there for people. And I can't wait to, to get, you know, to finish this program and to start my school counseling. I just think like if I can help one person's life in the whole span of my career, it will be worth it to me. That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. You are your mother's daughter for sure. (laughs) That's a good thing. I'll take that as well. Yeah. That's a, that's the highest honor. Okay, sure. last one. My favorite motivational quote is? Oh, I don't know if I have one on yet. Right now, I really like this. It's, I got it from Cinderella, but don't judge me. Um, have courage and be kind. I really like that I love right that. Now. That's perfect. It just kind of relates because I always think everyone should be kind, but I also just love the have courage part because it's real, sometimes it's really hard for me to be brave. Oh and, my gosh, that's amazing. And, You're very brave. I can tell you I'm that. Trying, Even when you don't me. feel it. That, that's true. And I think a lot of people don't feel like they are and, and totally can be and believe in yourself and you can do anything. And you're doing it. You're living proof of that. You're going to inspire so many people with your story because, and we're going to do, so. oh, you absolutely are. And we're going to do a check-in. I'm sure there's somebody sitting somewhere in their twenties who's going to listen to this and be like, I want to make a change. I'm on a merry-go-round. I want to do something. And yeah. you're, and they're going to say, if Marissa can do it, I can do it. Yeah. No, I, I think that this is, this has been good and I think it's going to be a good thing. And even if it's not, it's an learning experience and it's going to be great either way. So. I think that's a beautiful perspective because that's true. I mean, if we do the three-month checkup and you're back in Boston and you're doing, you're still finishing your degree online, that's not going to change any part of this. It's not going to change that you were brave enough to go, to try, to learn something new, and you'll still finish the degree and you'll still make a difference in people's lives. Yeah, You absolutely. just might take a different path than the one you planned, but actually this is a different path than the one you planned because it, you actually well, planned to do it online. So this is already never, like a great... never thought I'd be here and... I'm very happy that I am, and I think that even if, which I don't think will happen, but if things ever went south and I had to go back to Boston, I felt like I needed to be back home, I would still feel like at least I knew I tried, you know, and I'd be proud of myself for making that effort to actually go somewhere else and try it, because how are you going to know if you like it or not if you're not going to try it? Absolutely. I mean, I'd rather be like, yeah, I went home, but at least I tried than be like, oh, what if I went? 
I really, yeah, what did what I miss ifs. out on? Don't have what ifs. Don't have what ifs. That's another good one to live by. Don't have what ifs. Don't have what ifs. What do I've they say? so many what ifs up until now, and I'm not having any more what ifs. Absolutely. They say better an oops than a what if. Absolutely. Because at least you tried. Okay. But a real serious question. Okay. Which office character do you most identify with? Oh my gosh, definitely. Oh, actually, this is a hard one. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to be so easy and I was immediately going to say Kelly Kapoor. I was going to say Kelly for you. <laughs> I feel like she's your favorite. <laughs> I love her. She is definitely one of my faves. Um, yeah, I definitely relate to her a lot. I just... The things that she says, I'm like, that could have been me that said that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Actually, you got me hooked into Pretty Little Liars. We used to always talk about you it. Oh, yeah, yes. I feel like I got a little lost in the middle seasons, but we came okay, out of the other so, side. It was okay. So I really relate to Hannah from Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I love Hannah. Oh, she's my fave. She's sure. the best. She's sassy. She's beautiful. She's fierce. Oh, I love her. You're totally a Hannah. Oh. That's the high, maybe that's the highest honor. Sorry, Carrie. I said she was her mother's daughter, but then I told her she was a Hannah. Oh my God, that's great. Okay, well, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. You're definitely going to inspire lots of girls, and I just you've inspired me, and I feel oh, like awesome. you're you're doing it, and we have to definitely keep up with the three month check in. Yes, we do. I'm so happy to be part of this. I'm beyond joy that I got to be on this episode. Oh my gosh, you are inspiring the masses. 